Welcome to Mistakes Make Magic, a podcast dedicated to embracing imperfection and pursuing your passion. I am a photographer and your host, Katherine Guidry. I am thrilled to tell you about our sponsors. These are companies that I have chosen to share because I believe in them and know they can help you and your business. Mistakes Make Magic is brought to you by Black River Imaging. Black River Imaging is a print lab used by both professional photographers and non-professionals to print their photos. They specialize in handcrafted albums, custom gifts and stationery, and they're offering 20% off your purchase using the code MAGIC. Also sponsoring the podcast is Show It. This is the platform I use to build and launch my website and new branded WordPress blog. Their super easy drag and drop side-by-side builder for desktop and mobile allows you to execute your own personal vision. Show It is offering 10% off your subscription using the code MAGIC. Without any further ado, the newest episode of Mistakes Make Magic. Hi guys, today I am so excited to talk about this topic with you because I think no matter what industry you're in, you have to market yourself. Today's topic is called Marketing Your Business by Marketing Yourself. Whether you're a salesperson, a photographer, a graphic designer, a business owner, that's all pretty irrelevant because at some point or another, you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone and put yourself out there. My biggest surprise is when I meet a super talented artist only to realize that no one knows about them. How is that even possible? I feel like I have approximately 10% of the creative talent of most, yet I have been able to grow and maintain a successful business as a creative. Why? I have learned how to sell myself. I have learned how to market myself. I have learned that it's important to put myself out there in order to create and maintain a successful business model. I have heard the quote numerous times, it's not about the art, it's about the artist. I do not entirely agree with this quote. I would agree that it's not only about the art, it's also about the artist. Especially in this day and age, people want to know who holds the paintbrush slash camera slash charcoal. There's a podcast I love called How I Built This. I am obsessed with it because it tells the story of the founders for companies like Spanx, Airbnb, Instagram, and so on. Yes, these are huge established companies, but they all started with a person. I don't think I have ever been more passionate about Spanx as I have been since listening to Sarah Blakely discuss how she got her patent. Like the fact that her mom still has her drawing on the cover of her patent in the U.S. Patent Office is just so cool. Or how about the fact that Five Guys, the restaurant, was named after a father and his sons. There's something so special that happens when you're able to connect a brand to a person. What's your story? I'll give you an example of mine to start. This will give you a frame of reference of what I mean when I say, what's your story? So my love for photography began when I was younger. I was the girl at a hangout that was always there documenting. I actually had a video camera in high school that I brought with me everywhere I went. Softball games, sleepovers, parties. I mean, some of the footage I should probably discard, but that's beside the point. I've always been sort of split in my desire to be creative, but also practical in my occupation, so I ended up in architecture school. I spent the next year learning about design and the evolution of a thought. 
but my heart was just honestly never in it. I'm still pretty passionate about architecture. Um, I love sustainability and things like recycling, but to actually sit and design a building, yeah, I'll pass. (laughs) What I did discover while in my third year, however, was my extreme love for photography. I mean, y'all. It was crazy. I was so obsessed. Every second I had free, I would spend researching, reading, practicing. I just love photography so much. When others were submitted in drawings and sketches for the design school auction, I was submitting architectural photography. In fact, architectural photography was one of my first paying travel jobs. But what I really love is wedding photography. I photographed my first bride in undergrad, spent the next two years in grad school photographing part-time, And when I graduated, I never stepped foot into an architecture office. I started my business full-time and have been dedicated since. So this is my story, at least my photo story. We all have many stories, but it's figuring out which of your stories to share. The thing about this is that it's relatable. Maybe you didn't go to architecture school, but everyone has been in a position at one point or another of not knowing what to do for their career. And I've been there too. So others can relate to this. What I'm engraving in people's minds is that I have a creative education, which gives me credibility in the eyes of my clients, and that I'm so passionate about photography, I would forgo that professional education to pursue it. This shows my potential clients that I love my job, which who wouldn't want to know the person they're hiring for their wedding is that excited about being there? So this is an example of a story. My story. What's your story? And why are you telling it? I want you to sit down today and think about what defines either something about you personally or professionally that will help others connect with you. What makes you different? I used to think it was so important to blend in, but the older I get, the more I realize it's okay to stand out. That's what makes you, you. If you ask someone close to you what makes you different, what would they say? So Brad's my husband. I asked Brad lots of questions. I asked him this question, and this is what he told me. He said, you're always honest. In fact, it's the thing I love most and the least about you. You're also disciplined and you're hardworking. Okay, that was very sweet and a super kind answer, but I wanted something again that others can relate to. So we'll go with this answer instead. You love your dog, bike riding in your free time, and exploring cities like New Orleans. There, that was the answer I was looking for. The first answer was great, but the second was something that others can identify with. This is important to note because people make decisions to purchase most of the time based on a feeling. How will this cup of Starbucks make me feel versus making a cup at home? How will these new Louboutins feel? You see what I mean? If you're selling something, especially if that something is a service you are providing, But even just as the artist or creator, people want to support others that remind them of themselves. Sharing things about yourself, like the examples I mentioned above, allow others to connect with you. What makes you different? Take some time to describe your interests and hobbies and think of things that kind of set you apart but can maybe strike a chord with a potential client. Use professional graphics. When you think about marketing yourself, there really is so much that goes into it. Everything from what you say to how you say it or even what it looks like. I want to jump a bit into visuals today because sometimes the person you're marketing to 
may not even get to your words if they don't identify with what they are seeing. I cannot tell you how many times I have come across a business owner's website or business card and I just want to encourage them to please hire a graphic designer. If you are not familiar with graphics, spend the extra money to hire someone who is. If you are looking for a larger company versus an individual designer, Logo Design Guru is also a great site for logos. They basically post your logo request with the description and several designers compete to win. If you aren't happy, you get the bulk of your money back. So it's a pretty low risk environment for a logo design. Creative Market, that's another great site for things like templates, fonts, and so much more. You are a professional at whatever it is that you're specializing in. Leave the other things to professionals in their industries. One more example of a great site to use when searching for graphics is Canva. You can use Canva to edit graphic templates for a variety of platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, or even Facebook ads. All of these sites are awesome, and if you're lucky enough, you can also find a great individual designer to work with you. When it comes to your marketing materials, they have to look and feel like you as well as the client that you are marketing to. If I can encourage you to do anything, it's to spend some time searching and not just others in your industry either. In fact, I encourage you not to search others in your industry. Spend some time searching for inspiration in others outside of your industry. Figure out what you were drawn to and why. That will really start to inform the marketing materials and visuals that you are putting out from your business. Integrate your personal self into your work posts. I have two older brothers, also entrepreneurs. So I'm gonna give you two examples of how I feel they are both successfully sharing pieces of their life at work. My oldest brother is a home inspector. Most people really don't wanna hear about electric sockets and leaky roofs, but you know what they do wanna hear about? Puppies. When my brother got his dog, he posted a photo of them on Facebook with the caption, quote, the newest member of the Paragon Inspections team. Training begins immediately. Lesson number one, do not use the bathroom on the office floor, end quote. Something like this is doing two things. Number one, it's reminding people that he's a home inspector because I am a firm believer you have to stay front of mind if you are in a position of selling yourself or your product. Think about it. When you haven't heard from someone in a while, don't you sort of wonder if they're still doing business? Even if they are extremely busy and that's why they aren't posting anymore, That's not what those uninvolved with your day-to-day business are thinking. Number two, it reminds people that he's human. This is extremely important because people want to support other people. It's sort of a subconscious thing, but who would you rather support when you're looking to hire a home inspector? Someone you don't know that you found on Google or someone that you hear from on occasion and you feel like you have somewhat of a connection with? Another example of this is my other brother. He's an orthodontist. Again, if I gave you the choice to learn about the movement and position of teeth and the way braces function, would you really want to hear about it? I don't know, maybe, but I bet you guys would all understand or at least relate to someone having a child, right? Recently, my brother had his little girl, so his office posted a photo of him holding her that said, quote, little Miss Vivian stopped by today to tell her dad all about getting her first tooth, end quote. Just as before, this approach is relatable. It's sharing an aspect of your life and your business. By now, you may be starting to get the hint. People want to know you. So next time you're planning to share something about your brand, consider integrating an aspect of your personal life as well. 
Maybe you can post a photo of your workspace, your favorite work snack, anything that can help others to know you better. What is something personal about you or your work life that you can share? Talk to one person. When you are sharing a message, whether it be on a website, on Instagram, Facebook, or even a newsletter, always talk as if you're having a conversation with one person. In order to have that conversation with the same person, you have to know who they are. What I like to do is this. I picture a client that I had a great connection with, someone that I feel fits the personality I identify with and feel comfortable with, as well as someone who has allowed me to create the type of work that I most enjoy. I know exactly who that person is every time I draft anything. Do you have that person in mind? And if you do, that's a great start. Now, the next time you go to write something, pretend that you are talking to them. If you are describing something, make it conversational. That's the best way to draw someone in is to make them feel like you are talking directly to them. If you haven't heard it yet, be sure to tune in to episode 5 with Ashlyn Carter. She's a professional copywriter and has an entire course on writing for your business if anyone is interested. The power of professional imagery. When you are using imagery for social media or for promotional materials, the images you post can have a huge effect on the impression that the post makes. I'm not saying this because I'm a photographer either. I truly do believe that good images can sell a bad product before a bad image can sell a good product. I'm especially surprised when I come across imagery from a photographer that's unprofessional. If the content is strong, it can possibly outweigh the bad imagery, but a good rule of thumb is to just try to post good and consistent images. There is a travel and photo blogger that I follow on Instagram. Her name is JC Marie Smith, and all of her images have a very specific reddish-orange color palette. I know immediately it's from her because she has branded that color palette so well into her images. Planoli is a great photo app that allows you to see your grid in Instagram. It also allows you to schedule your posts prior to putting them up so that you can begin to create a consistent and personal image grid. Show up. Guys, show up. When you're excited about your newest product or your newest service, show up. When you're feeling down about work and you don't know why you're in a slump, show up. If you wake up feeling good that day, awesome, show up. And when you feel like you don't have the content or the energy or even the desire, show up. Even if you are struggling with content and you don't know what to put out one day, repost another relevant article that coincides with your beliefs or your brand. Social Curator by Jasmine Starr is also a subscription-based social media product that releases fill-in-the-blank type captions and professional imagery for download if you're struggling with your posts. I'm actually a subscriber, and although I don't use her images because I'm a photographer, if I get stuck on a caption, sometimes I'll just hop over to Social Curator and I'll be like, oh, cool, I'll just fill this in the blank. Not only do people notice when you show up, but you give yourself the best chance at progress. Every day, I wake up and I work on my business. Some days I feel awesome, and some days I don't. To be honest, I really wasn't even feeling recording this episode, but you know what? I'm doing it anyway, because I care about you guys, I care about my audience, and I care about this podcast, and I'm going to show up for you guys just like you're showing up and listening. Each day, I wake up and I'm doing, and sometimes I'll look back and I'm just amazed at what has been accomplished. Another awesome guest I had recently on the podcast in episode six was photographer Jose Villa. 
When I first heard of Jose, I literally could not get over his success. I could only see where he was and where I wasn't. I was comparing myself. But you know what I learned about Jose along the way? Not only has he been photographing for 16 years, but Jose, he shows up. He is never too good and he works exceptionally hard at everything he does. That is why Jose is successful. And that is how you can be successful. It sounds so cliche, but I would have to guess that most of the successful people in the world are that way because they have become masters at their craft through consistency, dedication, and growth. I also want to note that showing up just doesn't mean showing up by posting. It also means being there for others. When I launched my podcast, the shares, reviews, and comments that people left meant so much to me. I will remember those forever. The smallest gestures only make you want to support other people even more. When you can take the time out of your day to comment or support someone else, it can mean more than you know. Behind the scenes. In terms of posting, I find my followers most enjoy seeing images of me in everyday life and images taken behind the scenes while I'm working. How many of you have ever followed someone you admire and thought, how did they do that? A great example of this is photographer Gray Mullen. He is known for his limited edition prints taken in super unique locations. There's one image he took lately of the most vibrant glass circles floating in the air over a vast desert landscape. But you know they're not photoshopped because the glass is casting a colored shadow on the desert sand below. So you're left wondering, how did he do it? Behind the scenes, he shows you all of the production and effort that goes on. Those glass pieces were actually suspended from a thin line of string held by two assistants. All the props, styling, and visualization is done in advance and then executed on site. Lots of artists are afraid to share their process or behind the scenes of how they work for fear that others will steal their ideas. But the truth is, they're consistently creating, so others can never really catch up. Sharing can not only position you as an educator and encourage others to follow on your journey, but will also continue to push you to stay ahead of the game. Know that you are always a representation of your brand. You know how every time you think, oh, I'm just going to like run into the grocery store super quick. No one's going to see me. It's okay that I look like this. Not a big deal. And then you step foot in the grocery store and your ex is there with his significant other looking fabulous. Yeah, I feel like that's how life is. If you're selling yourself, it's so good to keep in mind that you're always representing your brand. Everywhere you go and everything you do says something about you and who you are. So the next time you think you're not going to run into anybody, you probably will. Am I saying that you can't ever have fun or you always have to look put together? No, not at all. Am I saying that you should post on your Instagram stories things that are unprofessional and would make someone question whether or not they would hire or purchase from you? Probably not. Kind of referencing a point from earlier, people want to buy from people they support and admire. And on the flip side of that, People can decide not to work with you simply because of how you portray yourself online or even in person. You never know who your next client or customer will be. I have met clients in the past at dinners for mutual friends, at the gym, even at the post office. You truly never know who will work with you or refer you to someone else, which is why you should always hold yourself up to the highest of standards. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Fear is such a real thing. I'm scared to do this podcast. I've said it on numerous occasions. 
But you know what? Growth happens in those moments when you're scared, but you do it anyway. Here is a quote for you by Rolf Waldo Emerson. What we fear of doing most is usually what we need to do. So the next time you are afraid, I want you to ask yourself why. Why are you afraid? Are you afraid because you might fail? Are you afraid of what others might think of you? If I had to guess, these are probably the two biggest fears that hold people back the most. So I want to address them today. In the words of Jocko, if you are afraid that you might fail, you will. Which is why you can't be afraid of it. You are almost guaranteed to fail. But guess what? You will get better because you failed. You will be more confident because you failed. You will grow because you failed. Failure is inevitable and it's good. Are you afraid of what others might think? That's okay. I'm scared of that too. I'm always thinking in the back of my mind, what will people say or will that change their opinion of me? My husband has been so great in helping me with this, so I'm going to share with you what he tells me. If you are being genuine and you are being kind, you are doing nothing wrong. If others don't agree or they think less of you, that's on them. You are doing the best you can with what you have. You cannot control what others think of you, but you can control what you do. You can control what you say and you can control how you act. Which is why if you are doing only the things that you believe in, there is no reason for you to be scared. The quality of integrity. I remember once I received a gift card in the mail. I found out later it was from my friend Nutter, but for the first day after it arrived, I had no idea who it was for. I called my dad because, well, duh. I mean, I call my parents for everything. I explained to my dad that the gift card had arrived, but I didn't know who it was for. I think I said something like, well, I guess it's mine now. And he instantly responded with, no, it's not yours. You don't know who it's for. And just because you don't know who it's for, that doesn't make it yours. He was right. This type of mindset will take you so far, not just in work, but in life. Integrity means the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, righteousness, fairness, sincerity. Patagonia's owner said in a recent interview on how I built this, that he would rather spend the extra time and money on his products than to put out adventure clothing and accessories that do not last. All of his products have a lifetime guarantee and that speaks volumes. If you can go forward working hard, being your best self, and exhibiting the highest form of integrity, you will not only succeed, but you will also live a life you are proud of. So before we wrap up today, I want to quickly run through the bullet points that we touched on in today's podcast episode. Number one, know your story. Know which story you're going to tell and why you're going to tell that story. Number two, figure out what makes you different. Not just the intangible qualities, but the things that other people can relate to and identify with. Remember, people usually buy on a feeling. Number three, use professional graphics or hire someone if you don't feel capable. Be the professional at whatever you're a professional in and leave the rest to those who are professional in their own industry. Number four, integrate your personal self into your work posts. Number five, write as if you're talking to one person. And in order to do that, you need to know who that one person is. Figure out who's that client or customer that makes you feel like that's the ideal client for you and speak to them. Number six, use professional imagery. The customer or client 
may not even get through to that sales option if they can't get past the initial first impression. Use good images because even a good image of a bad product will probably sell before a bad image will sell of a good product. Number seven, show up. Show up when you're feeling good and show up when you're not feeling good. You need to be there for your customers. You need to be there for your followers. And you also need to be there for others. So showing up doesn't just mean posting and putting out things for your own company, but it also means supporting and lifting others as well. Number eight, post behind the scenes. People want to know more about what it takes to do what you do, and they love to get that behind the scenes look. Number nine, know that you are always a representation of your brand. Everything you do, everything you say represents you and will give others a platform to evaluate you on. Number 10, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Whether it's your fear of failure or your fear of what others might think, you've just got to get past those things. Just keep going forward, keep putting yourself out there, and eventually it'll get easier and easier over time. And the last point, be honest, be genuine, and be your best self. I'm going to leave this podcast episode today with a quote by Brene Brown. The most dangerous stories we make up are the narratives that diminish our inherent worthiness. We must reclaim the truth about our lovability, divinity, and creativity. Thank you guys for listening, and remember, mistakes make magic. All links and equipment referenced in today's podcast can be found in the show notes at mistakesmakemagic.com. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to show your support, please take just a few seconds to leave a review on iTunes. This sort of small gesture helps me to keep bringing you great content. If you would like to follow along on my personal photo and entrepreneurial journey, you can find me online at katherinegidry.com. Thanks so much for listening.